<laughs> okay, no, my prop. This is the cold open. My problem is that I know for a fact that God gave me the inability to say the P word and no ass because he knew I'd be too powerful. The inability to what? To say the P word. You can't say it? I won't say it. Why not? Because it, it just feels awkward coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say pussy? Mm-mm. Except if that song by the City Girls and Dorian <laughs> I will say it. Hi, guys. Welcome to episode four. <laughs> this will be episode four. Welcome back to Welcome the- to episode four. I-, I cut you off. I'm so sorry. Welcome back to the podcast, Passing the Mic. Passing the Mic with Pow. I mean, Katie and Pow. I saw that I put Pow and Katie, and, like, after we had that conversation about it, like, I... Cringe every time I see Pow and Katie. See, Katie and Pow is just better because, not because I'm first. Alphabetically. Alphabetically, it just sounds better. All right, so this is, in fact, the drunk (laughs) episode. (laughs) This is the drunk episode. If you mostly for a QA. (laughs) No, I think this is going to stay mostly a QA. I don't think we're going to do much else. I mean, I hope not. I actually really cringed on myself when last episode I was like, oh, so this episode... Like, I hate myself. You know, I... The one part of last episode that I was, like, cringing on was the fact that we, like, preluded to our fourth episode of us doing a drunk podcast and we didn't even record (laughs) it that day. I didn't cringe. I, like, made a mental note to, like, tell the podcast to be like, hey... We lied last episode, cause we did, and well, we're lying now. I mean, we did get like tipsy, but we didn't record. But we did. <laughs> we didn't record at all. Now we're getting fucking shit face. <laughs> we're getting shit face for this episode. This is gonna. Slow. This is gonna be another two hour fucking recording, dude. You know what? Cause what are we at? <laughs> it's seven minutes now. It's only two minutes. Okay. All right, let's get into it. So this episode, we're going to talk about, like, questions that you guys asked us and maybe some possible quizzes. We'll see. The questions were actually kind of interesting. We got some good questions. Our friends are actually really good at asking questions. Yeah. I'm glad. (laughs) I'm glad we have (laughs) friends that are good at asking questions. I'm glad that we have listeners. (laughs) So, do you just want to hop right into that? I think we should, just to save time. So... I don't want to like just like jump right into it, but we asked a few of our friends to send us in some questions. Or just like we uh, we actually posted on our Twitter. Well, yeah. We so if our- you're not following our Twitter, P. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Peaked in Six Carat Podcast, actually. No, passing the mic underscore that is our <laughs> handle. <laughs> but I mean, if you haven't listened to the Peaked in Six Carat Six. Great podcast. You definitely should. I can almost guarantee that every single one of our listeners, besides two, listen to that <laughs> podcast. Hey, if we can get them two followers, that's that's better. <laughs> There's one person I know that does not listen to it, that listens to our podcast, for sure. Is it Mel? No. Mel, listen, Mel listens to the Peaked in Sixth Grade podcast. Ugh. <laughs> Gross. Our competition. <laughs> no, it's Derek. Derek doesn't listen. There is that podcast also to listen to. Shout out to them. 
Shout out to them. We love you guys, but we'll never admit it sober. <laughs> I'll never admit it. Sober us would fight. Drunk <laughs> us right now. All right. <laughs> so, but we're like. talking to some questions. Yeah. So, let's start with. Let's start with a funny one. A funny one? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, ooh, a funny Most embarrassing high school memory. I'm going to need you to start with this one. I'm have to think. I was um, a pretty boring person in high school. Embarrassing? I don't really have one besides being forced dropped out by the system. <laughs> Forced That's drunk. like a different story for a different episode, though. <laughs> See, my, like, the thing is, like, I forgot most of high school, and I'm almost certain that's, like, due to, like, Same. depression. Oh, no, never mind. Because, <laughs> like, depression causes, like, memory loss, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure, like, I remembered a good portion of it, and then all of a sudden it's just all gone. Um, But, like, the only one that I can really remember that my friends remind me of to this day, um... Me and my friends would hang out at the quad for lunch. And the quad is, like, lower down. So you have to get down some steps of stairs. To get Literally down. three. <laughs> Literally three You also gotta understand that I have the worst ankles in the fucking world. <laughs> they don't work half the Please time. Please tell you to not fall. I fell down the stairs. <laughs> oh my in God. front of our entire class. Well, in you front can't of our class. Yeah, that's right. You're fucking younger than me. Fuck you. <laughs> in front of half class the of 2019. <laughs> that was so cringy. Why would you say that? <laughs> class of 2019? No, 2018. Your class of 2019. 2018 is where it's at. No. Derek's gonna be like, I don't know when he graduated. 2017. <laughs> Wait, really? He's 22. Oh shit. Okay. I need to pee, but also I don't. Should I pee? I think he's 22. (laughs) Okay. Let's continue. You fell (laughs) on the stairs? Yeah, our quad is literally like three (laughs) steps down and then like a bunch of tables and everyone is at lunch. And I'm walking down because I was late because I was talking to my fucking teacher. And I was In the fucking world, I fall. What was that? (laughs) And I fall literally all the fucking time. Just. And I wait. I just. I took a wee bit of a tumble down the fucking flight of stairs, and everyone had turned to watch me fall down these stairs, and it was like the most like humiliating moment of my life because I had spent so much of high school trying to be like low-key no one really know me but I, that didn't work wait really yeah that but that also did not work for me because for some odd because I was just so popular and it just hurt <laughs> man shut the fuck up no because like I tried to stay like low-key I didn't want to really be known but for some odd reason also though is like a lot of the class like my class knew me and, like, I would <laughs> randomly have people that I, I don't... know you. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know me at that time. Um, but, like, 
a lot of the people that I didn't really know in my class, I didn't know their names, would just like say hi to me in the hallways and I didn't know who the fuck they were. I was just like, hello. <laughs> like this one dude, I still So you were would you say that you weren't the type of bitch to say hello? Shut up. No. <laughs> but so there was this one kid in particular. A little bit of a tangent from the question. Um, I don't know I still to this day don't know his name. Wait, wait. But for yeah. For this tangent, can I go pee? Sure. But yeah, so I <laughs> this bitch fell over her fucking bed. Um for some reason, like I there was a lot of people that would just say hi to me in the hallways and I felt like an asshole for not knowing like their names. But for some odd reason, instead of like just calling me by like my full name, which I would much prefer them to call me by rather than just like calling me by a nickname that they decide is okay they decided that calling me by like some random nickname was better and I had one kid that would always see me in the hallway I still to this day do not know his name he would always say they call me cat and I don't know why it was so strange I literally cannot stand being called cat like there is like two names that I despise being called by cat and kate do not fucking call me those i will fight you on site i almost fought one of my co-workers for calling me kate once but yeah i don't i don't understand why I, she went to the bathroom i don't know how to continue the story i'm gonna need her to hop in with some embarrassing stories how long have you been quiet for maybe 30 seconds if that oh but also a lot of it was me being like, I don't know how long this bitch is going to take to get back. She's been peeing for a while. I literally did not pee for a while. But anyways, it's your turn for an embarrassing story from high school. I don't think I remember any. Damn, that's crazy. Really, it's only going to be me. Okay. Okay. Next question. No, wait. Next caller. <laughs> <clears throat> so... <laughs> From our friend, our friend, you don't know him, <laughs> from my boyfriend, Derek. Oh, that's so cute. What's something that you find interesting about one another? Wait, don't make me sound like a simp by just saying that it's so cute. <laughs> your boyfriend. That's the first time you've called him that on the podcast. <laughs> oh. Or like in general with me. I think so. I don't know. What was the question? It's, but, okay. So, the question is, what is something that you find interesting about each other? Side question, what is something that you find annoying about each other? Answer the second one first. No, I don't. I The thing is, I literally do not have to think for the second one. I don't think I do at all. I'd have to really, really think. Yeah, I don't think I have a second. I, you got, okay. The thing is, when I told you this question the first time... You were really excited for the second because, part? No, no, no. I was excited for the first part, but I thought it was interesting that he mentioned the second part. And then I thought about it, and I was like, wait, I don't think I have an answer for that one. I don't know. The thing is, like, I don't find anything really annoying when it comes to my friends, because, like, if I find something annoying about them, why would I really be friends with them? I guess is I how just, I think of that. I just feel like I don't find anything annoying about you. But I feel like you have something annoying about me. That's how I feel about you, though. Like, I literally, like, don't... 
I sat there for a while when we were like writing down the questions. Can I say the opposite answer? Like what you, what I think your answer would be to the annoying part? Yeah, sure. Is that I talk about like, is that I like go to you? Is that I have like, is that I vent to you a lot about. You can say it. You can say it. No. I mean, yes, I can because he doesn't fucking listen. But, like, is that I vent to you a lot about the guy that I'm talking to. I don't find that annoying at all. I feel like I'm really annoying about it. Everyone always tells me, like, that they think they're annoying when it comes to that. But that's also, like, I'm, I consider myself to be the mom friend. I'm always the one that people vent to, and that's what I'm here for. Yeah, but also, like, you shouldn't really fall with that responsibility. Oh, I don't, like, consider it a responsibility, though. I don't think of it as a responsibility. I just think of it as, like, they feel comfortable talking to me about that kind of stuff. So I'm willing to, like, either give advice or listen. Because I know that sometimes people aren't really looking for advice. I'm here to listen, too. So, I don't know. I... I I think that that was... I mean, I hope that that would be the only annoying thing about me. Oh, I don't find that annoying at all. Um, But for you, that you (laughs) find annoying about me, though, is... I can sometimes give, like, short responses sometimes. Or just not be super talkative. No. (laughs) I... And I... Also, me zoning out is a thing. But people don't acknowledge it as me zoning out. It's a part of, like, my ADHD, and I don't realize it happens a lot, where I'm super hyper-focused on something that I'm doing, and they say something to me, and I don't acknowledge it, because I literally did not hear it. No. Because I got really insecure the other day when we were driving back from the summer Summerlin Mall. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I'm really quiet. She probably thinks I'm, like, that I don't want to be here, or, like, whatever, and blah, 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 and I just, like... I got really insecure about that, like, I on get, the drive over, see, because I, I was like, I don't want her to think that I don't want to be here, because I, re- like, I enjoy, like, spending time with people, Yeah. and me just being, like, on my phone, like, on Instagram, like, I just didn't want you to think that I didn't want to be there. <laughs> see, okay, I kind of can tie that into, like, other things that I do, because I do that a lot, like, in general, and I, I was, like, so scared with Derek. That he thought that I was just not interested because on the drive back from Phoenix, I don't think that we really talked that much. And I was scared that, like, he thought that I wasn't, like, interesting because I was really quiet on the drive back. Oh, I've been there. Oh, my God. And I felt so bad. But at the same time, I was like, I just kind of, like, enjoy the company. Like, we don't really have to talk. It's yeah. Fine. It's also, like... Fucking five hours, talking five hours straight is a lot. I'm very, very introverted. Even with just one person, talking can be a lot. I, I mean, this Why the fuck like, am I starting a podcast? I can't even fucking talk for a long period of time. This might be, like, a little tangent, but, like, I think earlier today specifically, I was thinking about it, and I was like, wow, I'm... I don't enjoy just being home alone. <laughs> like, I just really enjoy, like, being with someone else and, like, talking. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm really, like, extroverted, but also, like, like I said, like, on the drive back to Summerlin, like, I was really quiet, but that's because, like, I felt comfortable enough to be, like, around you and not say anything. Yeah, like, I don't feel like there needs to be, like, constant conversation for, like, 
it to be considered comfortable. Like I can sit comfortably in silence. But I also get really, really nervous about it though because I know people get really uncomfortable with silence. Yeah. So like I'm always like thinking of the other person or like they I always am like, this person probably thinks it's super awkward and like doesn't want to be here anymore and just wants to get everything over with. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm just comfortable sitting in silence. Like, we can just chill, listen to music, and it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I always don't know, like, how to feel about silence. Because, like, I'm fine with it, but I also want the other person to be comfortable. Yeah. So it's very strange for me. I feel like I've become a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. I feel like it depends on who I'm with. It really depends on who I'm with. Because there's, like, a... I feel like there's most of my friends, actually... All of my friends, I would say. I feel like I, we could be, like, sit comfortably in silence and just enjoy each other's company. That's really good, though. And then it's, like, the people that I'm not super close with, like, especially coworkers. This happens a lot. If I'm, like, stuck with them, I feel like it's, like, really awkward silence where we have to, like, fill it with conversation. And then we just get put on, like, these conversations that are just so boring and always end up being about work and nothing really interesting. How do you feel about small talk? It depends on what it's about. Small talk can be fucking Uber drives. I'm so glad I can fucking drive and have my own car now. Because when I used to do Uber drives all the time, it was so fucking awkward. <laughs> it was so fucking awkward. Because they would always try to make small talk. And I'm not a small talk type of person. Especially when it's like, the weather's really nice today. I'm like, I... <laughs> Yeah, you know, typical Vegas weather. It's fucking 90 degrees. What the... Like, okay. (laughs) But when, like, the Uber driver would, like, make interest... You got it. Interesting (laughs) conversation. That's when, like, it was actually, like, fun. We would, like... They would ask me, like, where I worked and stuff like that. Which I feel like would work better with my current job. I'd have more to talk about. Before, like, when I didn't have a car, I was working at Smith's. I'm like, yeah, I bag groceries for a living. (laughs) Simple stuff, you know. You know the grind. You know the fucking vibes. But, like, when it would just be like, oh, what do you do for fun now? That, I fucking hate when people ask, what do you do for fun? Or, like, do you, like, what do you like to do? Because my mind goes blank every fucking time. That's how I feel about the question of, like, oh, what type of music do you listen to? (laughs) I hate when people ask me that. See, okay. Because I just say everything. That's, okay. That's how I am. I always say everything, but people don't think I'm serious. I listen to literally everything. Shania Twain? I'll fuck that shit up. Who? Shania Twain. She's like kind of country. Understandable. I have a country playlist, (laughs) actually. Really? Yeah. It's not like really like a playlist playlist. It's probably like a solid five songs because I used to be that type of person that'd be like, I listen to everything but country, which was true. But then I found country music that I actually, like, kind of can bop to. Um, What's something that you find interesting about each other? That's a... That's a good question. I kind of... See, the thing is, like, my... I kind of already have an answer for it. Oh, okay, go ahead. So, okay. I think my answer for that is that you don't really have, like, a set music taste or, like... You're not, like, super into music. Because most people I know, besides you and, I would say, Brizzy, like, listen to, like, music and genuinely, like, sit there and, like, 
either listen to like the lyrics or just like music is like a hobby for them like they have like music that they like set listen to for like whether it be like the meaning of the lyrics or like it just helps them calm down or whatever mm. you're the only person i know besides frizzy that just like casually listens to music like there's nothing like further than that about it i mean i really do like enjoy music and i'll put it on like as white noise kind mm. of but i know that the music that i listen to isn't music that li- that people typically listen to mm-hmm. or that people like talk shit about <laughs> Because I listen to music, and I sing along to it, so I usually pick music that I know that I can, like, vibe really well to, or, like, sing to. Okay. So, I know that you won't listen to (laughs) certain music that I like. Okay. Which is why, like, I know I've mentioned this to you and, like, other people before, but, like... I don't typically, like, I have lost my aux privileges with all my friends. <laughs> like, I have music taste that only pertains to me. Mm. And <laughs> I'm not hurt about that. Like, at this point, like, I understand, like, that's how people are. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I just, I listen to music that I like. And that I can really, like, focus in on and, like, understand the lyrics, too. See, I feel like I can be the same way, but at the same time, it will all kind of, like, blend together. Whether it be by meaning or, like, the genre. Okay. It'll all kind of blend together. But it also comes with... I mostly get my music taste or, like, love for music from my dad. My dad... I found this out literally, like not even a month ago, that my dad went to, like, school for production for music, but didn't pursue that at all. My dad is a fucking supervisor for UPS. <laughs> this man apparently went to production school for music and didn't, like, do anything with it. But I got, like, most of that, like, love for music with him. Like, him and I, for the longest time, until I had a regular job that I worked on Saturdays, we had the thing that we would call, like, First Saturday, where him and I would go to a record store. And a comic book shop. And then, like, a new restaurant. And, like, the record stores where I really, like, tuned in on. Like, I found music that I really liked. That's really and, interesting. Yeah. And, like, for the <laughs> for the longest time when we did this, I was, like, really young and didn't really understand, like, the love for music. Or, like, really have, like, the music that I found and really, like, loved, I guess. There was a long period of time where I was just collecting the Selena Gomez albums. I can't lie. Wow. Um, and I had every single one of her albums up until, like, 2011, I want to say. Wow. <laughs> I had a collection. But then, like, I think, like, once middle school hit and I hit my emo phase, <laughs> like, that's when I really tuned into music. I, I found the artists that I really, really loved. And, like, that I really understood, like, the lyrics of and kind of connected to my life, I guess. And then in high school, I kind of branched off for a little bit. And, like, I still listen to, like, the music that I listened to in high school. But I'm not, like, the biggest rap fan anymore. I listen to some rap, but it's mostly, like, 
when I'm trying to like get pumped up for something. Like if I'm on my way to work and need to wake myself up, it's mostly rap. But then if I'm just like listening to music, wanting to like have like a certain mood, it's like post hardcore rock, punk music, that type of stuff. Because like those are the ones that I really tune in the lyrics to. Whereas like most rap song, it's like fuck bitches get money type of shit. <laughs> So it, it really depends for me, but, like, music is something that I've always, like, really connected to in my life. And, like, for the most part, when it comes to music, certain songs will, like, or, like, certain genres remind me of a certain point in time in my life. And I just think, feel like that's, like, a real, like, moving point in my life, I guess, is music. That was a really long tangent just for me listening to music. See, but I just, like, I never had that growing up. <clears throat> like, I didn't, I mean, my parents would play music every, like, Sunday to, like, signify when it was cleaning time. <laughs> like. Hispanic families, am I right? Yeah. I didn't have that. I grew up with a white mother. <laughs> like, I didn't really, like, I don't know, I don't really have that intuition with music I feel my dad would mine mostly because my I feel like with my mom like you're very similar to my mom when it comes to music not the same type of music but very similar in the ways that you guys listen to music my mom is nothing like my dad when it comes to music so I really get it from him and I really connected with my dad a lot when I was growing up I'm like I'm close to my mom but me and my dad are a lot more similar like, when it comes to music and, like, the stuff that we're interested in. I feel like this is a good little segue to ask that one question. I, d- I don't think I wrote it down, but what parent you're closest to. Oh, yeah. See, okay. That one's a difficult question for me to answer. Because I see my mom a lot more. My dad and I both work nights. and he But he works, like, 2 p.m. to, 10, to 2 a.m. And I work 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. So I really don't get time to see him. Um, me and my mom see each other a lot. But I'm significant. Sig- wow, that's a fucking hard <laughs> word to say when you're drunk, I guess. Significantly closer to my dad. In, like, personality type, I guess. Okay. Him and I are both very, very introverted. Um, we don't really, like... We're not huge, like, party people. We don't like being around big groups. We both are, like, really into music. Um, My dad's... um, I guess the same way my dad is, like, into TV shows. I'm into, like, streamers. Um, Sad nap. Man, <laughs> didn't really need to bring him up. But yeah, like, I, I have, like, he, he really can binge watch TV shows. I can binge watch streams. But, like, I think it's because I didn't see him as often growing up because he worked when I was awake. Or he was asleep when I was awake. And when I was asleep, he was at work or, like, getting up for work or whatever. So I didn't see him as much. And I think that, like, Made me want to, like, get closer to him. And, like, seeing my mom so much, we, like, really bickered a lot. And we still, to this day, like, like argue a lot. Which sucks. But I'm also, like, really grateful to have both parents in my life. Whereas, like, I know some people either, like, don't have both parents or their parents are separated. Yeah. Which 
it's like so frustrating sometimes because I really want to like understand my friends when it comes to having like separated parents but I don't I can't really connect on that level with them how about you (laughs) your answer for the question I talk, um, I talk a lot when I'm drunk, apparently. I didn't know that till this fucking day. It's, it's very adorable. Um, my answer, I feel like it varies on the subject that I'm talking about. Because with my mom, I feel like I can be really honest with her about, like, almost anything. But with my dad, I can also be honest with him about almost everything so I feel like it just depends on the topic that I'm talking about that it depends on which parent I'm closest to Mm. because I love both of my parents dearly I've learned at this point in my life as a 19 year old to love both of my parents and let like you know like shit happens Mm. between adults (laughs) Like, you just got to learn that, like, they're both your parents and you got to love them. I mean, also that de- that depends on the situation at hand. Like, I'm not saying that you have to, like, love both of your parents. But, like, I feel like by default I have to say that I'm closest with my dad. Just because I live with him. Because, like, I, I can talk about him. About like all the like all of my friends like drama or like I can vent to him about certain things in my life that are going on but also like I have to filter myself with him mm-hmm. because of course I wouldn't talk like like I mentioned in the last episode I wouldn't mention to him that I got a hickey from someone because I would get my ass beat but with my mom I would be able to talk to her about that kind of stuff so I I mean... It depends on, like, what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, with both my parents, I could not talk about, like, having a hickey. Because, to my mom's knowledge, (laughs) or to both of my parents... Actually, I don't think my dad knows, unless my mom said something. My mom doesn't think I lost my virginity until I was 19 years old. Wow. She thought... she To her, I lost my virginity last July. (laughs) Um, so I, there's a lot that I hide from my parents because I'm very, very different from my parents and like the way that I view life and stuff like that. So there's a lot that they don't know. And I guess it comes with like me not seeing my dad, but I don't talk to him about like a lot of stuff because like I don't see him too often but also, I don't know how he would view certain things. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, my mom, every day when I come home from work, she asks me how work was and stuff like that. Um, so, in the same way, like, there's certain things that I can talk to my mom about that I can't talk to my dad about. Um, but I have picked up a lot more of, like, personality traits from my dad. Where, like, um, on, like, weekends when my dad's off of work, I hear him talk to my mom about, like, work drama and stuff. And, like, what's going on at work. And I do the same with my mom. Um, So, like, when it comes to, like, picking up personality traits, I get a lot more from my dad. But, like, being able to, like, talk about certain things, I talk to my mom a lot more because I see her more. See, I feel 
almost the same way. Like, I picked up a lot of, some like, similar traits to my dad. Mm. But also, like, I look at my mom and I'm like, wow, I'm turning into her. And I get real scared. <laughs> I sort of do. Because me and my mom have super similar personalities, I guess. No, actually, I don't know if I would say that. I don't know. There's something about, like, me and my mom's personality types that, like, we argue a lot. And it gets kind of frustrating sometimes. Whereas, like, my dad and I, we have, like, similar personality types. As in, like, we don't... We're, we're, like, super quiet. We don't really talk. This podcast does not really show that I'm super quiet. But in general, (laughs) I am, like, usually super quiet. Every time I say that I don't talk too much, I just think of, like, how much I talk at work and how much I talk to my friends. But I tend to, like... Close off a lot, I guess. But that doesn't really mean that you, like, talk a lot. Like, it's substantially a good word. Because you could, like, like we mentioned earlier, have a lot of small talk. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, actually talking about, like, your personal life and actual, like, experiences that you've had. And, like, actual substance to what you say. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's. Can I have a pickle? <laughs> yes, you can. Have... I was just reading the fucking jar. Go crazy. I don't know. It's it's kind of strange because I like as time goes on, I'm very much a perfect in between of my parents. Like especially when it comes to zodiac signs. Like I know that's like really stupid, and I don't really believe in it but there is some very very specific things that like I understand when it comes to it like my mom is a Sagittarius and my dad's a Virgo I'm a Taurus my uh, I okay I can't really like describe zodiac signs to someone but I can understand them myself I guess Sagittariuses are known for being like kind of hot tempered I guess And being super talkative. Those are, like, the two very prevalent personality traits of my mom that I can point out. Whereas, like, Virgos that I've, like, known tend to be, like, pretty quiet and opinionated. Which is very prevalent in my dad. Mm -hmm. And I'm the perfect in-between of being stubborn. And I guess I consider myself to be an introvert, but depending on the situation, I'm an ambivert, which is like in between extrovert and introvert. What was the word? Ambivert. Ambivert. Yeah. A-M- That's the first time I've ever heard that. This is the lamest thing I'm ever going to fucking say, but I got that from BuzzFeed. <laughs> I first saw that on BuzzFeed. It's the in-between of being an introvert and extrovert. But, yeah, so, like, I'm, like, the perfect in-between of both of my parents. Where, like, I am, for the most part, introverted, I would say. I am very down-to-earth, but I am very, very fucking stubborn. What do you find interesting about me? That's gonna be fascinating. I feel like I would have to think about that a little. But not as, like, an insult, as, like, an actual, like... You're not an interesting bitch. I get it. No, like as an inquisitive like thought, because Uh I would want to be genuine, and I don't just want to say anything. Mm -hmm. I know I had an answer to this when I was sober. (laughs) 
I just can't remember now. Do you want to open a new question? Yeah, yeah, okay. To me, this is a very, very interesting question. Okay. I don't know if you will find it interesting, but I thought it was really interesting. It was on from our friend Mel. I love you, Mel. Mel, shout out to you. You're the best. She asked, do you believe fear of death is born in us or taught to us? I think that it's taught. And I thought the exact same thing. Because, okay. I really, I really I, hold on. Thought, I thought hard about this when I first read it. I really want to get to a question or like to a specific like situation that we talk about that we disagree on so we can have some content for the podcast because we agree on a, like almost a lot. I feel like something that we disagree on is going to get hard to get to though. Yeah. Like, okay, so with like the fear of death though, I didn't want to get this out there because I thought long and fucking hard about this when I first read it. Really? Because, yeah, well like because I personally, but person, I do not fear death. I am oh, 100% yeah, like, accepting of it. Like, I totally understand. <laughs> I totally understand. Like, I get it. I'm gonna die someday. Could be anytime soon. Who knows? Oh, the other way for me. Oh, really? You think that you're like... My friend Rachel. <laughs> she, she, we, her and I were talking about this the other day while we were FaceTiming. She goes... I have a habit of thinking that I'm immortal. <laughs> and, like, thinking that, like, death isn't going to happen to her. Whereas, like, to me, it's like, I'm accepting of it. I know it could happen someday. It could happen today. Fuck it. Knock on fucking wood that it doesn't. But, like... <laughs> Can like, you scoot in a little bit closer just for the mic? <laughs> a little distance? <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I don't know. I'm totally accepting of it and understanding that, like, it's going to happen regardless, no matter, like... When it does. So, I guess I take that in a way of being like, life's too short, I guess. You don't know when it's going to end and just say fuck it and do whatever. And I'm sure that this is very, very prevalent to my coworkers. Because I will do fucking anything. Like, once. (laughs) For the most part. Let's fucking put a cap on that. For the most part, I will do anything once. And one thing that my coworkers find fucking hilarious that I do is shotgun energy drinks constantly. <laughs> and they really think that, like, I'm gonna fucking kill myself with a caffeine overdose one day. And I'm like, is that yeah. possible? Yeah. I almost fucking died of a caffeine overdose in seventh grade. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry to laugh at that. But I knew that you could die, like, a vitamin overdose, but I didn't know that you could do that for, like, caffeine specifically. Oh, yeah, no, caffeine, you can put yourself into basically cardiac arrest of your heart going too fast. Literally, like, if you look at energy drinks, like this one right here, it has a warning on the side. <laughs> I know you, Yeah, no, this is a, the ghost protein powder. Um, Never heard of it. Produced and manufactured in Las Vegas, Nevada. Whoa! <laughs> local! Hey guys, today we're sponsored by... <laughs> God, I wish. I fucking love this company, dude. <laughs> For the most part, like a fuck it kind of person, like I'll do it once. With most things. There are certain things that I will not do. Like? I will not do heroin. I will not do meth. <laughs> there is also like... Like, with the fucking BDSM test, there are certain things with that that I won't do. But for the most part, I'm like, 
Piss cakes? Piss cakes That's are weird. I don't understand. Also, uh, further than that, people that are into getting shit on. Like, no, I agree. People are fucking wild, dude. I'm but then worried. again, I'm not a person to speak. Katie, we all have our kinks. We all have our things. We shouldn't be judged on that. Because, like, I'm sure someone with a piss kink thinks that me having a knife play kink is weird. You can't just say that on the podcast. I have no filter currently. I will say anything. I'm going to have to review this with you <laughs> before I post it. Yeah, review with this over me. God bless you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm like, for the most part, I'm a, like a fuck it kind of person. Where the fuck did this start? <laughs> I think, I genuinely think this started at, which parent are you closest to? No, this started with, do you believe fear of death is born in us? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I've like become like fearless of death in a way, I guess. Like, I do not care when it comes. It's going to happen at some point And I'm fully aware of that. But then some people, like, as their kids, are, like, taught to, like, fear death in a way. Like, when it comes to, like, oh, my God, it bothers me so much when, like, parents are... This woman. It, like, (laughs) bothers me so much when parents are, like, so uh, protective of their kids. When it comes to, like, them getting on a small bump, they, like, over-dramatize it. And they want to, like, baby their children for so long. And I see, like, parents do that even when their kids are, like, in middle school, high school. Like, they are, they need to understand that, Well, I've seen that with kids, like, my age, like, parents. Yeah, they're still getting babied. And I'm like, you gotta understand, like, they need to understand that life, you can't be, like, super protective of it all the time. You have to, like, try... And branch out over having, like, bubble wrap around your life. Yeah. And, like, at my work and stuff like that, I see people just, like, constantly, like, so scared to do, like, even the simplest things. I have a coworker. We live in a metropolitan city. There's freeways fucking everywhere. There's bridges over the freeway everywhere. She asks if she has to run an errand to like a hospital or something. She asks if there are bridges, if there's bridges on the way to get there because she will freak out over bridges. That's the craziest thing to me because it does, it's never phased me. It's never phased me that people have like those like minuscule fears, I guess. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to laugh at like anything you were saying. No, I just meant like... to laugh at the fact that we've been recording for an hour and it's felt like 20 minutes. <laughs> it literally has. But yeah, like, I don't know, it's like, it's crazy to me that people fear death. Because it, to me, it's just a part of life and it's going to happen regardless. And I I really try to understand the perspective of fearing death. I feel like for me, in like a totally not suicidal way, I feel like my own like personal life is meaningless. Oh, yeah, same. So, like, if I die, fuck it. You know, so be it. Another person off this earth dies. Go pee. This bitch is so...
<laughs> yeah, but like, I entirely get the like appreciation of life, but I don't understand the fear of death. Because to me, although people's lives can be meaningful, it happens on accident. Like, it all depends on how you grew up, um, like your background, and the like, I guess, privilege of having like access to certain things, of having like your life be meaningful to other people. Um, because like, not everyone's gonna have like the privilege of having access to like good colleges and good schools and stuff like that for them to get the education to be like super high up there and be like a credible person in life and like for people to give them the credibility of like being understood and like believing that their words have meaning or their like research has meaning on certain things. I just want to put like a suicide warning like suicidal ideations I guess warning here that like there was a point in time where I really did not feel like there was a reason for me to be alive that there was no meaning for me being here and I still kind of feel that way but not in the same way of me feeling like I need to end my life because my life is my personal enjoyment I do feel like even though it may not be meaningful in the long run to like worldwide it's meaningful to me and I understand that like even though sometimes I don't feel like I have people I'm like that I, like really appreciate my life that there are people that probably without me realizing it that really appreciate me in their life and even though it doesn't feel like I'm constantly like in someone's train of thought, I guess is the way to say it, that there is, feel free to enter, um, <laughs> that without me thinking of it, that I am helpful in someone's life, I guess. So there is a reason for me to be here, but at the same time, death is going to come regardless. And that will hurt certain people, but it is going to happen no matter what. Let's get into the next question. Cause that I, I was, tangent, you're going to fucking listen to that back because I don't know if you heard all of that. That was... I heard the last, like, five, <laughs> ten seconds of it, and I was like, oh. Life was fucking wild there. Katie, Holy shit. Katie, I just want to say I appreciate you in my life. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you in mine as well. Don't lie to me. No, I do. <laughs> Let's get into, like, a less, like, deep question. Like a I feel funny like one. Our fucking questions keep getting, like, really deep, and I kept <laughs> going off on a tangent. My friend Rachel, <laughs> she asked, she, she said, <laughs> if, if you were presented with a clone of yourself, <laughs> would you have sex with yourself? Go first. No, I would not. You keep telling me to go first. In these no, questions. no, no. I'm like, that's my answer. Oh, that you wouldn't have sex with Never. Yourself? Absolutely not. Really? Would you have sex with yourself? 100%. Oh, you're fucking crazy. No, there's no way in hell I would. Is that just egotistical of me to say? I don't, see, I, I don't, I don't know. I just, I know that I don't personally like myself in like a personal sexual way. Yeah, I guess. 
I don't know. You know. I would. I'd have sex with myself. I feel like, regardless of the no ass thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would have sex with myself. I'm a hot bitch. I'll say that. No, I won't. I soberly, soberly, I would never say that I'm a hot girl. Drunk me thinks she has ass. Mm-mm. Cannot say the same for myself. Really? Mm-mm. That's heartbreaking. She asked me this question in person and I immediately said no. What? No hesitation. I can never even imagine that. That's weird. I just don't like... I mean, obviously, but, it's weird to imagine that. Well, no, like, obviously, it's weird to imagine that, but I cannot even picture myself finding myself that attractive. But, Katie, hmm? you have so many guys pursuing you all the time. Who says who? Says me. <laughs> With what evidence? With the evidence that you have told me. Like what? Tinder guys just being horny? Body count? Yeah. Tinder guys being horny? (laughs) (laughs) There's not much to go along with that. Like, I don't personally see it, I guess. But a Tinder guy won't just... Mm. Yeah, you can't say that they won't just have sex with anyone. You're an attractive person. Well, I can understand that someone else sees that in me. I just don't see it myself. Can I try one of your weird rice crackers? What? Can I try one of your rice crackers? Because I really got disgusted with myself when you said that. Not with myself, but just in general. They're so good. (laughs) I don't know what to expect. (laughs) They're actually really good. (laughs) You okay? Did you not like that? It's a weird texture, but like I I snack on these motherfuckers all the time. No, no, no. Like I feel like I'm a really like big texture eater, and these are really interesting. It's different. I tried them like just fucking around one time at, when I was at work because we just had them. Mm-hmm. It was when I, back when I worked at Smith's. Ugh. I saw yeah, <laughs> gross. I saw them one day and I was like. Those are interesting. They were on sale for like 50 cents. I was like, that's kind of sketchy. But fuck it. You know, I'm broke. I need something to eat. They're vegan. I'll eat them. And these motherfuckers go hard. (laughs) I snack on these all the time now. They're so good. I've gotten my friend Brizzy on these. She fucking loves them. They're so good. Well, I feel like... An hour and 13 minutes is, like, good enough. Yeah, I feel like that's good. Or we can go into another question. Let's find one more question. Okay. I'll find a funny one. Or a serious one. <laughs> I feel like... Wait, Katie, you haven't updated the pod on your dating life. There's not much to go on with it right now. That's true, but, like, do you want to say anything? I don't know. I'm really happy with how things are going right now. It's very different for me, I guess. Yeah, none of my friends have. Oh my god, this is episode four! Next episode, we might have a guest! 
Oh my god. Don't this put hope into that. So exciting. Don't put too much hope into that. No, I'm putting hope into that. Who's gonna be your guest? That's a really good question. We could have both of the guys that we're talking to, Katie, Brizzy, or Bob Saget. Bob Saget? <laughs> okay. Understandable. I feel like if we tried really hard, like we could get Bob Saget. So I feel like with like the tangent that we were just on, of like me talking about the guy I'm talking to, the <laughs> the question we got asked of marry the person, get married to the person you're talking to right now, or never get married at all is very fitting. I guess I'll start with this one since I always make you start. <laughs> I would get married to the person I'm talking to now. Aww. A, because I have a lot of hope for it, which doesn't say a lot. Let me take a drink to this. I really appreciate him, but I always have doubts. I guess it's from, like, only ever having, like, situationships, as you would put it. And it never being, like, really official and then, like, them just, like, ghosting me or, like, having things change all of a sudden. But he also at the same time does make me feel a lot more appreciated and a lot more understood than any like past guy or girl has. I'm going to take girl out of that situation because the only relationship I've been in or like situationship I've been in with a girl did not fucking go well. Super fucking toxic. Um, Any other guy that I've talked to, it just always ended up super... I just assumed that I could take a pickle. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. I bought those for us. Oh. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. He's really, like, been good with, like, words of affirmation. And every single time he texts me, there's something, like, super, like, sweet about it, I guess. And, like, helps me, like, put a little more hope into it. Um... So I guess I'd like really get married to the person I'm talking to now. For me, uh-huh. I would also get married. <laughs> but I'm just, um, I don't know why I'm worried about him listening to the podcast. Like he literally has not listened. Also, but you, you gotta understand that man does not care really about. Much, uh, you you. I put, think he cares. I think he no, just has he a does, weird way of showing it. He does care, but it's not like in the way that you put it. I guess he's not as or judge- in the way that I've usually seen it. Let's put yeah. It he's not way. as judgmental as you really think he is. He's not gonna judge you based off of what you say in this. Let's hope. Because to be honest, he's not that way for the most part. Like he can make it seem like he is. With how he talks, but he's really not. Okay, well, I I would um, get married because the opposite of that is be alone. And I have a fear of being alone. A as fear of friend. abandonment. Yeah. That's my biggest fear, actually. I don't know if that would be my biggest fear, but that's definitely up there in, like, top five. Mm. But I, I, I would get married. Like, he's very sweet. And he's very... That's me burping. That's not me throwing up. Um, 
No, he's very sweet and he makes me really happy. Like when I do talk to him and we have actual conversation. I feel weird actually talking about this because I know the 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 first couple episodes I didn't really mention it a lot, but he does ew, he does make me real happy. <laughs> I the feel words weird that he talk. said before. Because like, you said that um when you guys do talk in words that he said before with like a ten message dry conversation with him, you could also have a six hour super interesting conversation in person with him. Like mm-hmm. him over text is an entirely different person than he is in person. No, I, I, I completely agree. He put like he said that to me one day and I was like yeah, actually, you're really right about that because you are <laughs> awful at texting. I mean, at least he's self-aware, but like, no, like I, I genuinely do care about him, mm. and he genuinely does make me happy. And I feel like I, I will cringe at this a lot. Well, <laughs> I'm if I know I'm in a relationship with the person that I'm talking about, but I will cringe about it if I listen to wow. the cut. Cannot cringe. relate, Katie. <laughs> No. I got lucky. <laughs> most most of the time. No, you deserve it, Katie. Don't don't say that you got lucky. <laughs> In the few moments that he does decide to reassure me that he likes me, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. For the moments that I am like screaming at myself and on my private story on Instagram. <laughs> um take i don't think i'm on your private story on yeah you are i also don't or know. no not on instagram on snapchat. snapchat that's what that's totally what it is snapchat it's private i don't so i don't funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> you said he canceled on me last minute i still said to heart it's <laughs> oh, like understandable i get it because we had gone back and forth for like an hour i'm like Oh, haha, pick me up. Haha, no, you called me a loser. Haha, no, I'll take it back for you picking me up. And then I'm being just like, I don't think I will. <laughs> and me still saying, okay, good night. <laughs> I hated myself. We're really mean to like start a fucking YouTube channel where we actually record what's happening while <laughs> they can see our fucking. I don't want them to see. Frankly. I kind of want them to see. <laughs> I don't want them. This really started with marry the person you're talking to now or don't get married. Did I all. answer that? Yeah, you said get married to the person you're talking to now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to seem like a simp though. Because I am a simp, but I will never. Admit I would that. say the same thing even like before he asked me out. I would have said the same thing of getting married to the person I'm talking to. Now, relationships come when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. I feel, and I that is a very, very good point to like make because that really applies to my situation, I guess. Same, no, because I was looking on like Tinder and Bumble for like not fulfillment, but just like something to do. Mm-hmm. And the guy that I'm talking to just came, like, all of a sudden. And I'm happy. Yeah. 
I would definitely say I'm happy with where I'm at right now. I mean, I get a little frustrated sometimes, but I'm understanding, I feel like. And if... I feel like I've mentioned this before, but, like, if he was, like, a random Tinder guy, I would have ghosted him already. But because, like, I've hung out with him because I, like, want to keep this situationship going, wherever that may be, Mm -hmm. I am patient. Which is not a bad thing. Definitely a good personality trait to have, to be patient with that type of stuff. (laughs) Because I can, like, I personally think of myself as a very, very impatient person. Mm -hmm. At times. When you're driving. Holy shit, when I'm driving, it is bad. But yeah, like, I tend to think of myself as an impatient person. But I, I I have my patience with this person. We literally go, like, I got ghosted for... Three months had to do the math in my head because i i'm pretty sure like one of the last times we talked was like shortly after his birthday which is in august and then it was like not literally nothing not a single word like exchanged and i gave the patience of like understanding that he could have something going on that i don't know about mm. and giving him the chance again once he messaged me I feel like for me, I'm patient because, like, everybody has their own shit going on. Mm -hmm. And, like, I mean, like, we both know he has his stuff. But, like, you both don't know. I also have my own stuff going on that I don't talk about to people. Mm -hmm. And I would hope that, like, you guys... I mean, obviously, more specifically him, stay around for the difficult parts of me. (laughs) I mean, I mean, you know, I cringe at myself, don't worry. But I mean, I'm willing to be patient for his stuff, and I hope that he's equally as patient to stick around for my difficult stuff. That and I feel like that's like something we have in common with both situations because I feel like that's a very like ew like mature thing to think mm-hmm. because in high school I would just be like ew I'm this is annoying yeah whatever and just like leave given this happened like him ghosting me like a year ago two years ago I would not have given him like the second the time chance. Of day. <laughs> yeah, I literally would not have thought twice and just, like, left him on red when you mm-hmm. messaged me again. But I understood that, like, he has stuff going on that I may never know about. And the same thing would go for me as, like, there are certain things that he may never know about with me. And even if he were to one day know about them... I would hope that he is patient with me through them because I know I can be a very, very difficult person at times. Yeah. I mean, not saying yeah. Again with <laughs> You're me, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you are very difficult. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, as in agreeing, like, in agreement with myself. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a huge believer that you'll never fully know someone's intentions or, like, fully understand them even. 
and like what they go through on a daily basis, you just kind of have to have hope, I guess. Mm. Which is very. Every single one of our episodes ends up in like a really deep conversation like this. But I like it. Yeah. I do too. I think it gets really interesting and like helps keep conversation flowing. But yeah, I I don't know. I just feel like. (laughs) What are we at now? 153. (laughs) There's no way we did this again. This is even longer this time. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like. You just gotta have to understand that people are adults. Yeah, being an adult is entirely different, and like that's a huge like step of understanding you have to take. Like, I don't know where I heard it from, but I definitely heard it from someone like a fucking YouTuber or some shit, where like there is a. No, I'm almost certain I heard this from a show, actually. But there's a huge difference in someone who is, like, freshly considered a legal adult, like, 18 years old, than someone who is, like, 24. Even though there may not be a huge age difference in them, there's a huge difference in understanding, like, maturity levels of, like... Man, don't call me out like this. No, no, no. Like... A huge difference in maturity level of, like, understanding. And, like, we all, like, understand it at different times in life. Like, I still people... I know people to this day, like, coworkers and stuff, that haven't come to terms with, like, being an adult is entirely different than being, like, 16 years old. Yeah. And I'm kind of happy to have gotten to understand that at the time that I did. And... Because I have... I'm witnessing it, like, currently with, like, coworkers and stuff. But they don't understand that life isn't always going to be like being a high schooler. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to be as simple as it was back then. Even though for some people it wasn't super simple. It's not going to be that same exact way. you got to understand that, like, becoming an adult takes responsibility. You have certain times. Like, you have kind of, like, time restrictions on certain things. And... I don't know, it just, there's a lot with being an adult that's, like, uh, even now I still am, like, learning day to day that, like, being an adult is very, very difficult. And it's gonna take time to get to, like, fully understand being an adult, I guess. Being an adult is strange because no amount of, like, my parents telling me that being an adult is difficult would have prepared me for what it actually is I guess and every day something I come to more terms of like what it is to be an adult yeah and I have a long way to go but we're getting there I guess we're all learning but I feel like (laughs) that's a good place to end it that is especially because we were recording for two hours yeah But, yeah, I guess that's a good place to end it. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, all four of you. You witnessed us start this... All hyper. All hyper and drunk. And I personally am sober now. Really? Yeah. I'm getting there. So you witnessed us slowly... Sober up. Sober up. If you guys got this far... 
Thank you for listening to my personal tangents and personal <laughs> life for however long I this feel like I being. opened up a little bit more because I realized in the first couple episodes, like, I kind of just, like, let you talk and didn't really, like, say my own yeah. personal stories. But you know what? Maybe episode five or six, I'll tell you guys about how I got dropped out of high school. Maybe one day. I think, in a way, I was kind of scared of starting a podcast. <laughs> because... I consider myself a closed-off person, but I've come to realize while we record these that I am not that way. There's certain things that I do, like, keep quiet about, but I'm willing to open up about a lot of my life, and it's kind of fun to do, I guess. So, to those of you that listen all the way through, thank you. We appreciate you. We Even to those of you, you that come in for just a second or two, we appreciate you as well. But they wouldn't know. They wouldn't know, but it's... But we love you! That counts. Thank you, guys. (laughs) This actually got way further than I ever expected it to. I didn't think that we would even, like, post episode one, but this has been fun. It genuinely has been. Yeah. I mean, I... I, That sounded really, like, insecure, like, whatever, but, like, I genuinely love just, like, sitting down, like, having a schedule to, like, record with Mm. you and, like, actually talk to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is fun. New episode every Friday. We hope to keep it that way. We've been pretty consistent, which I'm pretty proud of. We've never really said that out loud. Yeah, but it just happened to be that way. New episode every Friday. (laughs) Now that we say that, it's not going to fucking happen. Don't. Ow, that hurt. Yeah, that sounded like a fucking hurt. But yeah. We love you guys. Thank you so much for like listening <laughs> to our life stories, I guess it is. <laughs> it's been fun. Um yeah. I feel like closing these and starting these is always like super awkward. Yeah. But I mean starting them isn't as awkward because I just like You always have a way of, a way of starting them. I don't know. I feel like ending them is also really hard. And we're making this awkward. so much longer. Okay, socials. Um my Twitter or no, the Twitter is Passing the mic underscore. underscore. My personal Twitter is MILFs in your area. Your spelled you are. And mine is Mexican Tacos underscore. Hello, this is Caitlin in editing. Sort of. I don't edit the podcast. Shout out to Paula. She came to my knowledge that we don't have a came to my attention. Yeah, it came to my attention. That we don't have an outro. So Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you celebrate, and Happy New Year. Thank y'all for listening, and I hope y'all have a good one. Hi, this is Powin Editing. But maybe right now you're hiding away from your family members or quarantining by yourself because maybe you have COVID. But we appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. Um, happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. I think that passed. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's, guys. Fucking 2021. Alrighty. Bye.